Do you ever get lonely? Yeah, I think everyone gets lonely. Uh, that's almost like a daily struggle. Gen Z is the loneliest generation in America, but also it is affecting people in ways you might not know. Right? As of December, over a third of Americans aged 18 to 25 reportedly felt lonely frequently almost all the time or all the time. I literally get off, it's pitch black, like I don't have energy. How do you have friends? Like how do you have time to like, I don't have time for anything and I'm like so stressed out. I just texted everyone I know and they all have plans with someone else. Feeling of knowing everyone around you has a number one, but you're nobody's number one. Just tired of begging people to want me in their life. Like if you don't want me, okay, then bye. But why does nobody make an effort? I just, right now I'm not even looking for love. I'm just, I just need a friend. I don't think it's any coincidence that right when there is a friendship decline, there is also a rising emphasis and hyper-focus on self-care obsessive trends. And despite social media glamorizing these trends, it's actually making us more miserable and alone. everybody it is me salem and welcome back to my chanel how are you guys doing i hope you guys are feeling fun i hope you guys are feeling fierce and fresh and all the other f words i don't know f is for friends who do stuff together you is for you and me <gasps> oh my gosh no the way that that song literally has to do with what i'm talking about today i'm going to be talking about something that's less like commentary based and more like life based you know for anyone out there who's been struggling recently with loneliness feeling like everyone hates them you are dumb unattractive overweight unworthy untalented First of all, same. You would actually be really surprised how many people right next to you that you know feel the same exact way. There is something really, really wrong in the air right now, in our culture, in our atmosphere, the ozone layer, I don't know. But point is, there is something severely going wrong in society where there is a concerning rise of being self-centered, selfish, and unempathetic. People are just no longer interested in anything other than themselves. And it is indirectly causing a friendship drought crisis. Whenever I see this conversation being brought up, and it's being brought up a lot, especially on TikTok, on YouTube, people that I've talked to in person all kind of share the sentiment that nowadays it's pretty hard to make friendships. Social media has kind of warped our minds to romanticize this really weird hyper-individualism, hyper-capitalistic work ethic, hustle culture, and isolative behaviors being rebranded as a healing era or self-care era. Meanwhile, the actual statistics and science that we're seeing is that the more that we isolate ourselves, the more that we focus on ourselves actually directly makes us more miserable. But on social media, we're being bombarded with the message that the more that you do isolate yourself and focus on yourself, the more you become happy. And it's kind of made people avoid making friendships or meeting new people altogether. So what exactly is going on? What is the truth? I got you, bestie. Don't worry. Just sit down, grab some water or tea or a Diet Coke. I don't know. Get a blanket, get snuggled up, relax, and let's get into Today's video. Before I deep dive into this friendship drought, y'all know the drills. I gotta pay my bills. We have two sponsors for today's video. 
So if you're anything like me, then you're probably really forgetful, but you also love to save money. Kinda doesn't coexist very well. How many times have you forgotten that you are subscribed to something or have had a trial that you forgot to cancel and end up seeing that money withdrawn from your account, not knowing who or what took it? Same. Thankfully, that's where Rocket Money comes in. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. It's very simple. Rocket Money not only helps you cancel those subscriptions without having to wait on the customer line, they'll even try to get you a refund for last couple months wasted of your money on these subscriptions. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash salemtovar. That's rocketmoney.com slash salemtovar. rocketmoney.com slash salemtovar. You know when you're just dreading that one family reunion because you just get bombarded with a bunch of unnecessary questions such as when are you having kids are you engaged yet <laughs> while you may have to bear the passive aggressiveness with your family you don't have to do that every time you go to the doctors thank you to zocdoc you don't have to deal with that anymore zocdoc is the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you we're not talking about like two doctors not even three doctors but tens and thousands of doctors all with verified patient reviews so you can make sure the vibes are vibing before you meet in real life. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. And you don't have to wait for like 10 million years for a doctor's appointment. My health has been a huge priority for me this year and yours should too. So go to ZocDoc.com Salem and download the ZocDoc app for free then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com Salem. ZocDoc slash Salem. Okay, part one. People are miserable and alone more than ever, and it's not our fault. It's society to blame. Society. There is a loneliness epidemic going around, and it seems like we just can't find a cure. And when I say epidemic, I literally mean it's a large amount of people. 73% of Gen Z has said that they feel very lonely and or have literally no friends. One of the biggest factors as to why the rates of loneliness has kind of skyrocketed throughout the years is because of the panini. It was such a huge setback for us as human beings. The aftermath of all of that has kind of stuck and it's looking like it's not going to change anytime soon. Research shows that because in-person events and interactions were limited during the pandemic, people missed out on very big opportunities to develop social skills and or to create long-lasting friendships around the age where you usually make long-lasting meaningful connections and relationships. In general, the panini really set back a lot of people from achieving traditional milestones and it's actually kind of sad because we're seeing the repercussions of all that coming up now. And one of those being the decline of people having friends. Despite us having options to go out and interact with people again, people are just choosing not to. And despite a lot of people genuinely liking the lifestyle of, you know, staying in, the panini was an introvert's literal heaven. I don't think people understand just how damaging 
it can be when you have too much loneliness and when you have gone too long without interacting with real human beings. Loneliness can be as damaging to health as smoking 15 cigarettes per day. People who experience social isolation have a 32% higher risk of an early death. Girl, bye, why do humans have to be so dramatic? Why can't loneliness be as dangerous as golfing down a 15-piece special from Wingstop? I would enjoy that more, I think. I think a lot of us have not come to terms with the trauma that was the panini. People were like, it wasn't that bad. Meanwhile, like basically everyone else in the world were struggling to find a new job, trying to make ends meet and not have a mental breakdown every day. Girl. Bye. There were a lot of fun times during the Panini, not gonna lie. There was the whole Animal Crossing trend, which I have yet to play again because there's no updates. However, no matter how much Animal Crossing you try to play or however you want to glamorize it or look at it with rose-colored glasses, the truth is we are hyper-connected to the virtual world more than ever. We can interact with someone from, I don't know, Oklahoma because of the internet. However, socially, we are extremely disconnected. There is more so a quiet desire to reconnect with people than there is an actual attempt to do so. And I think a lot of it really is the panini, but let's be so for real right now. Many people just don't have the time to invest in themselves, let alone other people, to even create friends. I literally get off, it's pitch black, like I don't have energy. How do you have friends? Like how do you have time to like meet like a guy i don't know like how do you have time for like dating like i don't have time for anything and i'm like so stressed out the way so many people were attacking this tiktoker for sharing her truth and also the truth about how difficult it is nowadays to balance absolutely everything and how isolated you become by trying to maintain everything in your life is crazy be mad at the system unfortunately our society and our culture breeds unhappiness american culture is very individualistic and even though individualism sure has a lot of benefits, it also has a lot of downfalls. The negative traits that are associated with individualistic culture, experiencing greater stresses, having less social support, higher rates of mental illness, these things do not exist in collectivist culture. Although collectivist culture still has its downsides, collectivist cultures report having higher rates of happiness, feelings of stability, peace, and connection. I do believe some people are just built to thrive in individualistic cultures. However, we are seeing that the majority of the humans that are alive right now do not thrive from it. The way that the world is right now is literally directly against our biology as human beings. Y'all cannot tell me that people have by themselves without being socialized and brainwashed can willingly say that they prefer this life. Coming to bed, honey? Yes, dear over this i think i like this little life life also i'm singing this because the original sound got copyrighted anyways the point i'm trying to make is that we were not born into buildings and stuff and it's not in our human biology to be in front of a phone screen in the middle of the night when we should really be going to sleep and then you guys already wasted like what 10 hours of sleep and now it's 1 a.m but your ass keeps scrolling y'all wonder why we're miserable
kind of ate that. However, we unfortunately, as Gen Zers, accidentally are starting to fall into the trap of glamorizing this type of life and rebranding hyper individuality and capitalistic work ethic as girl boss era and as self care era. And then the self care is just people buying a bunch of random stuff. The internet has completely ruined the real meaning of actual self care. We are being taught that overly focusing on ourselves is going to guarantee us happiness. Meanwhile, the research says otherwise. And I don't think it's a coincidence that in today's society where quote unquote self-care is being promoted the absolute most, we have the least amount of friendships. <coughs> Excuse me, part two. People keep mistaking self-care for being self-centered and selfish and it's definitely not a flex to be like, I'm like quirky, I hate people. Bro, you're self-sabotaging, what you mean? Before I deep dive into this section of the video, I first wanna say something that can get very easily misconstrued because I know how y'all love to put words in my mouth. I am not saying self-care is selfish, it's not. Self-care is very important and a necessity. However, I don't agree with how social media depicts actual healthy self-care because according to social media self-care includes a lot of things that actually has nothing to do with bettering yourself as a human being if anything i think the way social media goes about promoting supposedly a self-care era is a lot more damaging than people think there's actually a youtuber who's made a very good video commentary essay on this very topic this video is by a youtuber named Olisanvia called self-centeredness is not self-care losing the human face online. This video does such an excellent job talking about how on a bigger scale, Gen Z always has these conversations around how we have to come together for this cause and we're gonna do things differently and we need to make the world a better place. But then on the other hand, we are constantly having these trends, these influencers blowing up that actively teach people about how my needs come before yours, which is part of individualistic and capitalistic culture. Meanwhile, while we are craving a collectivist culture space. We are overly focusing on trends and attitudes and influencers and other people who are kind of telling us to focus on the opposite in order to obtain happiness. Although I live for the whole Sprinkle Sprinkle Lady and the Wizard Liz, other life gurus and stuff who basically teach you to focus on yourself and your happiness above all else, I think it is a double-edged sword because a lot of these trends and influencers influencers that are going viral always teach you focus on yourself but also don't trust anyone else. You can have a partner and all they're gonna do is cheat on you. Behind every well-intentioned message they kind of always have this undertone of not trusting people. You can't trust people. Don't fall in love because love's not real. If you are gonna have a partner make sure that they have stuff to give to you or else what's gonna be left for you? Love? That's stupid. Look I get it. Obviously there is a certain reason why a lot of this content is so popular and has such a huge following because unfortunately many people struggle with people pleasing, putting other people's needs above theirs, and very often end up being betrayed, hurt, or taken advantage of. And so a lot of these content creators I can appreciate for the fact that they promote how to be strong, confident, put yourself first. And I don't think any of that stuff is bad, but I do think sometimes the way that this subgenre of content 
parent goes about things can be very fear-mongering and paranoid-inducing. And I feel like very often Shira's advice and the wizard Liz's advice or just social media self-care on TikTok gets misconstrued all the time for blaming everyone around them for their behaviors and their problems, isolating, thinking that being mean to absolutely everyone is the same thing as protecting yourself and setting boundaries when it's not. These are unhealthy coping mechanisms. It's not a flex to be like, yeah, everyone hates me and that's just how it is. Bro, if everyone hates you, that means you're the problem. What you mean? And these be the same people who are like, friends come and go. They never last. My man, that just means you suck at keeping friends. But what's even crazier is now I'm seeing people avoiding relationships and friendships with certain people over even dumber things such as well if they don't like cats then that means that they're just not a girl's girl you know what i mean so i'm just not going to be friends with someone who doesn't like cats meanwhile the person is probably allergic to cats like that's what i mean like we are focusing so hard on the surface level that we don't care and because we don't give a single damn about how meaningful friendships can become we kind of have normalized completely cutting off people and ghosting people for the dumbest reasons thus cutting off any potential for growth and unlocking a new level of depth within any relationship obviously i'm not saying if a relationship or a friendship is getting toxic that you guys should just make it work and stay in it I know again y'all like to warp my words but what I am saying is that many minor disagreements are actually very resolvable but for some reason nowadays people just don't want to resolve anything or put in the effort into creating something that can be very nice longevity wise and it only adds to their loneliness a lot of people seem to be not even wanting someone who is a friend but almost just a carbon copy of themselves but in a different body which is crazy because how much how much do you guys love yourselves because I feel like if if I were to meet a carbon copy of myself, we would be fighting. <laughs> I do believe that red flags are very much real and I do believe having preferences is, is also real and valid. However, there is a difference between boundaries, red flags, and preferences and then straight up not liking someone because they don't use like the same brand of toothpaste as you. Basically what I'm trying to say is it's a lot more common to find really bad friends nowadays and it's also common to just not be able to make good friends in general nowadays because of the rise of fake self-care people some people make it seem like it's a flex to hate other people to not want friendships and to just focus on me and making that money and kind of shame people who do want friendships i'm here to tell you that there's no shame in wanting someone to care about you which makes me really sad because it just so happens that this toxic type of person always seems to meet up with the person who genuinely wants to make a friend it's okay to be selfless especially with the right people I especially say this because as a neurodivergent person myself, I know that there are so many other neurodivergent people listening to this who also struggle with friendships and see TikToks or people on social media who make TikToks like, if they do this, then that's a red flag. And then they just describe a neurodivergent person trying their best to socialize and it's extremely discouraging. Just know that there's nothing wrong with you. Neurodivergent or not, it's okay for you to want to have a friend, especially a friendship that's deep. But what a lot of people don't understand understand is that those types of friendships take a long time. 
Yay. Part <coughs> three. We tend to overcomplicate all types of relationships when in reality, they're actually really simple. The best friendships I've ever had are low maintenance relationships. And I think we need to start normalizing low maintenance relationships. And what I mean by that is not low effort, okay? There's a difference. Low maintenance does not equate to low effort. When I say low maintenance, I mean, we don't have to take pictures all the time. We don't have to do a girl's trip every week. I don't even need to know what happened to your grandma. I just appreciate that you're here and the beauty and the simplicity of these moments that we share, but we're not doing much. Low maintenance meaning we don't have to talk to each other every single day, but when we do end up talking to each other, it's nice every single time, even when it's bad news. Now low effort is the type of friendships that we see all the time and people mistake it for it being low maintenance when it's not a low effort friendship and relationship looks like this hey sorry i haven't been texting you i've just been having a really bad time lately i hope you understand Okay. Hey, it's gonna be my birthday soon. I know you've forgotten the last two years, but I hope that you can actually make it this time. I don't know if I can. Happy birthday, I guess. High maintenance or low maintenance. Any maintenance requires reciprocation, effort, good communication, and keeping each other's promises, whether it's for plans or showing up for one another, or if you hurt the other person, keeping a promise to them and yourself that you'll never do it again and that you'll do better. And I know some of you are like, uh, this sounds just like having a relationship. That's too much work. But putting a lot of effort and hard work into any sort of relationship that meets the expectations of being healthy is so worth it. I think Gen Z specifically is really embarrassed when it comes to relationships and friendships, especially when they're the ones making the move, reaching out or putting in the effort or texting first or asking someone to hang out first. We kind of view it as like humiliating in a way because bro, I know how it feels asking someone to hang out is like feeling like this meme but we need to swallow that embarrassment it's not humiliating it's not embarrassing there's like this thought of like it's because we look desperate if we text first or ask someone to hang out first it's embarrassing when it's like if you're hanging around someone that makes you feel like you're the desperate one for wanting to just have basic human contact and just chill with someone and to have fun then you're definitely asking the wrong person and you need to find a new friend group or a new friend my besties could hit me up and be like hey want to come over and do absolutely nothing and I'd still be like <gasps> yes that sounds like so much fun thank you when you find people that you actually like you're not gonna feel like you're a burden to them and you're also not gonna feel like it's embarrassing to want to spend time with them that's why low maintenance friendships are such a gold mine because you don't have to go to the moon and back for anyone instead you guys getting boba together is seen as the equivalent and that's pretty neat but if you're someone who's like nah i don't want that low maintenance friendship i want to go out on vacations with this person i want a friend group i want to go to pottery classes with these people i want to go to the gym together i want to go to paris together that's fine too just know you are gonna have to put effort into it and sometimes that high effort might not be reciprocated and it might take you a little bit longer to find your people especially because there has been so many studies and surveys about why people don't hang out with more people nowadays and they say because it costs just way too much money to hang out with people nowadays and i'm just like i'm confused as to what you guys are doing like are your friend dates to the gucci store or something it's also worth it to just invite them to your place for like a cup of tea or, or attending free local events always look on your local website to find places near you that are hosting free events because you'd be surprised how 
how many fun things you can actually end up doing and by doing that you can not only save your wallet but also your social life but going back to the fact that many of us kind of feel embarrassed or desperate making the first move a lot of it stems from feeling like we're about to get rejected and yeah that is very much real there's also the chance that you might get rejected or not have your efforts be reciprocated and that fear in your mind of that possibly happening or the fact that it has happened to you before might make you paralyzed with fear, scared to even try. But don't let other people's cruelty and darkness dim your love and light. Be confident in who you are and what you have to offer. And not in a so-called self-care, being mean to everyone except yourself kind of way. Be open keep learning and keep trying every single person you meet whether they're into hobbies that you like or or are into hobbies that you don't like all come with intrinsic value to either be a lesson to either potentially be a good friendship a good surface level friendship someone you can learn from someone that you can be like yep i definitely don't like that never mind either way you get the benefit but in a nice humanistic satisfying way rather than a self-centered unempathetic way that teaches you to just dismiss all of those people the more that you dismiss all those people who come into your life just because of small flaws or red flags that tiktok made up two seconds ago nah because people will really be like if she gets red vines instead of popcorns at the movie theaters then that's a red flag first of all don't even hate on red vines i know that they are just flavored hdmi cables but i will munch and crunch on them every time don't knock it till you try it just like in friendship you are also dismissing future best friends you are dismissing future people who will also need someone like you specifically to be in their life you are dismissing future events birthday parties future life opportunities in general memories don't be scared to admit that you like people and that you want a friend don't be afraid to admit that you want a best friend be intentional and purposeful the way that you live and with the things that you want if you want a friend take a new course in your college sit by a new person and talk to them don't be afraid to put yourself out there but also don't be afraid to be re rejected because remember rejection is not rejection rejection is just redirection towards where you truly belong go out there and find your people because they're waiting you just got to make that first step all right guys that is it for today's video thank you guys so much for watching i hope you guys enjoyed it if you watch this entire thing make sure you comment down a duck emoji down below so i know that you watched the entire thing which means that you're awesome make sure you comment like and subscribe and hit that notification bell right by the subscribe button so that you are notified every time i upload also comment down what you think if you guys haven't followed me on instagram yet what are you doing follow me right now my instagram handle is at underscore salem tovar underscore i have a podcast you can listen to me on my podcast at the salem tovar podcast on spotify apple music basically anywhere also follow me on tiktok at salem tovar i'm gonna upload there soon i promise of course as always your homework for after you watch today's video is to just go outside and touch grass or something i don't know just do something that has nothing to do with this anyways that is it for today's video and i'll see you next